It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Your team every day. That's what we do here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to watch the show. And subscribe to the show over on our Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. And make sure to check out the podcast wherever you listen to this podcast right now. Just be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a single edition of the show. And follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where every single Friday it's your time to shine as it's the weekly Friday mailbag. And we are here yet again for another edition of the weekly Friday mailbag on Locked On Panthers to participate in next week's edition of the weekly Friday mailbag. Either at me or DM me on Twitter at Julian Council. Today's episode of Locked On Panthers is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked On NFL. Today is the day. David Tepper is going to talk to his dream girl and Sean Payton up there in Manhattan. They're going to drink Bahama Mama's martinis and try to figure out, is this going to work out? Should he come to Carolina? Should the Panthers give up two first-round picks according to, oh, man, what's his name? The columnist down in New Orleans, Jeff Duncan. According to Jeff Duncan, the price is two first-round picks. And Benjamin Albright out there in Denver believes that the Broncos' price is one first-round pick in a third-rounder, but the Panthers' price, the end-of-vision rate, is two first-round picks. So David Tepper has today to figure out how much does he truly love Sean Payton, and how much is he really trying to wreck this franchise? Of course, he's not trying to do that. He's just doing it offhandedly because he keeps making bad decisions. But the hope is he doesn't do anything too crazy, and that his wife, Nicole, can go out there and talk him out of any nonsensical thing he might try to do over the next couple of weeks as the Panthers try to find a new head coach who can bring us the sustained success that uh, David Tepper told us he's going to bring us. So that's what's going on. But it's Friday, so let me go ahead and get into these weekly Friday mailbag questions here on Locked on Panthers, starting off with Brody, who says, so 
We need pick nine more than anything for next year, and I'm surprised why people are not even hesitating to throw away that pick for Sean Payton. Going into next year without that pick dooms us to a sub-500 season. Well, by the way, guys, they play an odd amount of games, uh, so you're going to never be able to have a 500 season. But yes, I understand what you're saying. Um, and if fans are okay with that result, why not ride with Steve Wilkes? I don't know. There's been fans out there that have said, oh, well, if you want to go 8-8, eight and eight, or sorry, 8, 9, 9, 8 every year. You might as well just keep Steve Wilkes. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, that's basically what the Panthers have been historically outside of a couple of bad seasons. And then, of course, the a couple good seasons that they've had here um, in their existence. So, yeah, I'm with you on the whole, like, I don't really understand why people are like, yeah, dude, absolutely. Get rid of that pick. Let's go get Sean Payton. It's never made sense to me at all. Why the Panthers, why the Saints, first off, would even want to trade Sean Payton into the division, but why the Panthers, anyone would even be willing to give away the nine pick here in 2023. Like, that is a non-starter for me. And if all the reporting from Jeff Duncan down there in New Orleans is true, that Mickey Loomis is looking for a similar package that the Raiders got by sending, I guess, John Gruden over to Tampa Bay, then no, man, I'm good. Two first-round picks? Absolutely not. I've been telling y'all, I have no problem with Sean Payton coaching this football team. I have a problem with what it's going to take for Sean Payton to coach this football team because I don't see how that helps him in the long term. Sean Payton, good coach, Super Bowl winning head coach. I'm not going to take that away from him. He had a lot of good teams in New Orleans. They were the dominant team in the division. Over the last five, six years until recently when he's retired, Drew Brees is retired, and the Bucks had their brief moment in the sun atop the NFC South. But after the Panthers had their run, it was New Orleans. And before the Panthers had their run, it was kind of New Orleans too. He's a good coach, but I'm not giving up first-round pick for him. I'm not trying to give up even a second round, a third, or a fourth. I'm not interested in that. All the teams in the playoffs right now did not have to trade for their coach to have success. So I don't understand why we're even having this conversation in the first place. It is ridiculous to me that any team in the league's like, you know what? Yeah, let's trade away a first rounder for a head coach. Who, by the way, was it 2006? What? I mean, maybe not that long ago. When was the last time when he won? He won the Super Bowl win. It's been a long time, y'all. It wasn't two years ago. He and some spring chicken. So I'm I'm good. I'm good on the whole. Let's trade for Sean Payton thing because. I was never really in it on it anyways and never really thought it was a possibility. All right, over to Travis, who says, okay, in theory, if the teams, if the teams do, okay, if the team does trade the first round pick for Sean Tayton, God. All right, okay, let's start over. Okay, in theory, if the team, not teams plural, does trade the first round pick for Sean Payton, do they, A, go after a veteran like Tom Brady, Derek Carr, or Lamar Jackson? Uh, by the way, the Ravens said uh, on Thursday that Lamar Jackson's our quarterback. Huge shocker there. They're going to keep him instead of being terrible. Uh, option B, go after one of those good backup quarterbacks like Cooper Rush or Jimmy G. Um, no. Uh, and Jimmy G's not a backup, by the way. And C, take a chance on someone like Stetson Bennett late in the, later on in the draft. Or D, stick with Corral to see if he is the next Purdy and use remaining picks to fill in the remaining gaps on the roster. Jesus. Good Lord, man. Um <laughs> it would be the veteran, I'd imagine. I don't think it's – I mean, Cooper Rush is a backup, so absolutely not. Jimmy G would go up there in a the category of veterans with Tom Brady, Derek Carr. Lamar's not available. Take a chance on Stetson Bennett. 
Stetson, love him, legend. What? And then stick with Corral. No. It would be A, go get a veteran. D, stick with Corral. Probably B, which still is not a good option. And then C, I hate every single one of those options, to be honest with you. I guess the veteran route is probably the route they would go if they ended up giving away their first-round pick, which, again, I think is ridiculous to even consider it. Uh, over to Kendrick now, he says, Am I crazy to say that Sean Payton is closer to Mike McCarthy, Steve Mariucci, and George Seifert? Wow, dude. Uh, tier of coaching than he is Andy Reid or Bill Parcells tier. They all won a Super Bowl with their first team of a Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame quarterback, but were never dominant long-term. None showed aptitude to develop young quarterback talent or maintain consistent long-term success. Why would we attach our wagon to that? And is it also possible that Payton is trying to Watson the Panthers? So you think that Sean Payton's trying to floor with the Panthers so that another team gives him everything that he wants. It's possible. I also think he's probably more interested in Denver, uh, but we'll see. Uh, as far as that, Mariucci never won a Super Bowl when he was head coach in San Francisco, only won three playoff games in six years, and then went to Detroit, and the most wins he had in a single season was six. Uh, Sean Payton, by the way, eclipsed the uh, Mariucci's three playoff game total. He won three of them alone in the year they won the Super Bowl. So, and that was his fourth season, so he had eclipsed that before. So, him and Mariucci, that's, like, ultra disrespectful. Sean Payton had a very long run of success, 15 years in New Orleans, where Mariucci, it's San Francisco. Very hard to be bad with the 49ers because they've always been well run. He was good there, went to Detroit, who's always poorly run, had no success. George Seifert, we know he was terrible here, but he won not one, but two Super Bowls, which Sean Payton only has one. Both of those were in San Francisco with... Joe Montana, might have heard of him, and Steve Young. Both of them pro football Hall of Famers. And then Mike McCarthy, yes, had success with Aaron Rodgers, and they won a Super Bowl. Probably should have won another one at some point in time. But he's also having success right now in Dallas, back-to-back 12 in seasons, and we'll see how this weekend goes. They might find a way into the Super Bowl this year. So, yeah, let's put Peyton in there with McCarthy and with Seifert in a way, but like, I don't know. I think he's a good coach. He's won a Super Bowl. He's had teams like they were right there in an NFC title game a couple years ago. <laughs> the pass interference that was a no a no call, and then Legatron hitting like a fifty six yard field goal. The Saints probably should have gone to a Super Bowl at some point in time over the last five years, and they just weren't able to do it. But that's football. It's not always that simple. So I think he's a good coach. I do. I don't want to trade for him, and he's certainly not on the same level of Steve Mariucci. Come on, that is just that is out of pocket right there. All right, let's uh, take a quick pause here, come back, answer more of your weekly Friday mailbag questions here on Locked on Panthers. This episode of Locked on Panthers is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open job posts with targeting tools. They could be on resume data by using insights from your job posts, company, and their 875 million member profiles to put your posts in front of the most qualified candidates. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them fast and for free linkedin jobs makes it easier to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform it's why small businesses rate linkedin jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors linkedin jobs help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to 
faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's get back into it. The weekly Friday mailbag here on Locked On Panthers. Again, follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, at me or DM me to participate in next week's edition of the weekly Friday mailbag. Over now to Alex, who says the Panthers appear to be running head coach and defensive coordinator interviews concurrently. Does this indicate that Tepper wants a young, offensive-minded coach over Wilkes? Does it make the job less desirable if the Panthers try to influence coaching hires for the new head coach? Uh, To the first question, yes, absolutely. It's very clear. And I talked about this last week that a trend had emerged when you saw the requests for Ken Dorsey, for Shane Steichen, for Ben Johnson, who has denied that request and is going back to Detroit for a very handsome paycheck, and for Mike Kafka, all of these young coaches who are all on the offensive side of the ball, all have played quarterback, all have coached quarterback. It was very clear that that was what he was looking for. And early reporting back when Matt Rule was fired, was that they would try to find the completely opposite of Matt Rule, that they would try to find an experienced head coach. And you see that with Frank Reich, who's interviewed, with Jim Caldwell, who's interviewed, and Sean Payton, who's interviewing today in Manhattan, that they want someone on the offensive side of the ball. All those are complete opposite of Steve Wilkes, who is the defensive coach. He has experience, of course, but he does not have the philosophy offensively, at least, you know, him being the play, being an offensive play caller, which he's not that some of these candidates have, and clearly David Tepper is trying to find that. And when you look at that, especially having young offensive-minded coaches who don't have experience as a head coach, and if you're not going to go with an experienced head coach like a Frank Reich or like a Steve Wilkes or like a Jim Caldwell, but especially Reich and Caldwell on the offensive side of the ball, then you need to find someone who's been around, who's been a head coach before, and also knows how to coach defense. Enter Vic Fangio and why they're talking to other defensive coordinator candidates about this job. And also, we look at the other two, um, and Chris Richard and, uh, God, I forget the other name, Marquand, I can't remember the other name, of the guys over the Jets. They have experience working with Scott Fitterer. So if you're not going to have a guy who necessarily has the experience of being a play caller and being a head coach before on the defensive side of the ball, at least let them be someone that your general manager has experience with and knows what kind of scheme they want to run. I don't love the idea, though, of like, oh, hey, you guys are now married. Why don't you allow your head coach the autonomy to go out there and find someone that he wants to work with and for him to go out on his own and be like, oh, you know what? I think the best thing for me is to go get a former head coach who can coach defense, like what Sean McVay did in L.A. with Wade Phillips and what I think Tepper wants to just marry here in Carolina you should allow your coach to go out there and pick a staff. You should allow the coach to come here and look at the staff and see, do, do I want James Campen? Do I want Chris Tabor? Do I want Joe Daly? Do, do I like the staff here or would I rather go out and bring my own guys, which clearly is going to be the case for the majority of the staff, but let him choose who the holdovers are going to be and who his DC is going to be because the coordinator positions are 
obviously important. And I, I understand in a way why he's doing it because other teams that have openings can go ahead and interview defensive coordinators and you don't want the best DCs to be off the market. But who's to say that Shane Steichen or Mike Kafka or one of these other young coaches don't already have a great plan for a defensive coordinator already. So we'll see. I don't know if it makes it less desirable. It's just another element to the job that I'm sure they're all going to consider when they apply. Or I guess not apply, but when they interview. Uh, Over to Rod now. Asking about a coach who has not interviewed for the Panthers this year, but he did last time around. He asked, what are your thoughts on Eric Bieniemy?" the Chiefs offense coordinator, for the folks who don't know out there, uh, being the Panthers head coach next year. He's a Super Bowl winner and played a big role in Patrick Mahomes' development. Panthers would finally have a creative, high-powered pass game. It feels like we've had the the run-the-ball, play-defense game plan for too long. Well, that's kind of the identity of this franchise. And, yes, the game of football has been revolutionized, and it has certainly evolved since the inception of the Carolina Panthers. But what we've done is run the ball, and play great defense. And I still believe that running the ball and playing great defense is going to win more often than not. Now, what the Carolina Panthers need is a dynamic quarterback. So you say bringing in Eric Bieniemy will then give them a creative, high-powered pass game. Who's throwing the football? Is Patrick Mahomes coming with us or with him to Carolina? That's not the case. So it comes down to can he also come here and develop a young quarterback? This is really a non-conversation because they have not requested to interview him. And if David Tepper had interest in Eric Bieniemy, he would have already requested to interview Eric Bieniemy. That has not happened. We're through two work weeks of this whole search since it started in earnest last Monday. And nothing has happened in terms of Tepper. Let me talk to Bieniemy. Maybe while I'm recording, I haven't gotten an alert on my phone. Uh, my watcher that saying that David Tepper wants to talk to Eric Bieniemy. He talked to him a couple years ago. And he decided that I didn't make a mistake. I'm not going to go back and talk to him. So that's kind of where we're at. All right, Jake now um, asking, what are your thoughts on Panthers quarterback coach Sean Ryan? He was another rule hire in January of 2021. If we do go with the rookie quarterback, do you think they will develop with and they will develop into anything worthwhile? Um, the rule era quarterbacks have not benefited from the coaching, it seems. Um, the problem with the rule era quarterbacks were that they were Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, and Baker Mayfield. They just aren't that dude. So I have no idea who they draft, if whether the guy they draft is going to turn into a worthwhile quarterback. It's a crapshoot. But I think the two guys to get in this draft are C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. The others, we'll see. Maybe Will Levis turns into a great quarterback. I have a hard time seeing that, but I'm not going to say it's not possible. Anthony Richardson could rule the world if he could put it together. But we got to see if he can put it together. He's got to have the right coaching. He's got to have time to develop and not to be thrown out in a bad situation. And that's basically the same case for any of the quarterbacks coming out of here uh, this draft this year, that they have to be put into a good situation. So as far as Sean Ryan goes, I don't really have much to say about him. Um, I'm, I'm looking up his background right now because I am kind of curious to see if he's someone who might be able to stick around because he has spent enough time in the league. Like he's worked with Watson. I know people brought up, oh, well, maybe he could uh, – be one of the people who could get Deshaun Watson to come here. He's been in Detroit. He's been in Houston. Uh, spent a long time with the Giants, which is why he was here, because he's a Tom Coughlin guy. I don't look at him as being a holdover. Whoever comes here is probably going to hire their own quarterback coach. I'm sure they have their own offensive plan. They might even be the quarterback coach in earnest. So um, we'll see uh, what happens. All right, let me uh, take a, another pause here, and I'll come back and finish the rest of the weekly Friday mailbag here on Locked on Panthers. 
Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you gotta try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you wanna eat healthier but don't wanna compromise taste, then man, I've got just the thing for you. You gotta try Built. What Built Healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious you won't think they're, they're good for you perfect for your new year's resolutions so what makes built bars so good you ask well for starters they're all covered in 100 real chocolate that's right real chocolate on every single built bar and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro peanut butter brownie and coconut almond i'm not sure how built does it but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros and what's even better is that they are healthy only 130 calories four grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein and now you don't need to wait around for a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to a Sam's Club, and of course, remember, run in and grab a 13-bar box of their hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, let's wrap up this weekly Friday mailbag here, of course, on a Friday. Um, over to David, who said that he read a report from The Athletic on mock drafts. That would be from Dane Brugler, who's their draft expert. And Dane has Carolina trading up to number five, where the Seattle Seahawks sit, to get C.J. Stroud out of the Ohio State University. He also says they have the Panthers paying the number nine overall pick, which they'd be swapping picks, um, the number 93 pick, and a future first rounder. He asked for my thoughts. And also, with limited cap space, how do we fill our big gaps? Well, you got to maneuver the cap. And I think extending guys like Brian Burns, who I believe has a $16 million cap hit with his fifth-year option, if you extend him, you can go ahead and give him all the bonus money, and you can lower that cap hit. Shaq Thompson, you can either cut him, try to rework a deal you can also also restructure guys guys like Bradley Bozeman you can give him a bunch of money up front and be able to fit him into the cap number if you're able to resign him so there are ways to maneuver it I'm not all that concerned about the Panthers being able to find cap space now if they're going out and getting like a Derek Carr but they have to trade for him maybe not because it's very clear the Raiders are gonna move on but they want to sign him as a free agent he's gonna command a pretty big salary and you can only pass so much money down the road because eventually the rent's gonna come due so wouldn't be too concerned about that. As far as what Dane Brugler is suggesting the Panthers might have to offer to get up to C.J. Stroud at number five, I'm totally good with that. And I think the Panthers are going to trade up. And I've looked at Seattle as the most likely trade partner. My frustration was Week 18, Denver beating the Chargers. Was that Denver not won that game? I think they would be number three overall. The uh, Seahawks would because of the Russell Wilson trade. <laughs> and then the Panthers could trade up to number three. And there would be no concern about whether they would get C.J. Stroud. I guess there would be a little bit of concern, considering that the Texans ended up not getting number one pick. And it's likely the Bears are going to trade out of that. Is it going to be Houston who trades up there? Indianapolis. And this mock draft, he, I think he had Indianapolis trading. Or no, he had Indianapolis trading number one. 
and taking um, Bryce Young at Alabama, and then he had at number two the Texans taking Will Levis. If that's what happens, oh, my God, that would be a dream for Carolina then to move up to five, only give that up, and then get C.J. Stroud. So I would be a fan of that. The exact scenario that Dane Brugler played out, I'm good with it. All right, over to Jake, who asks, if we can find a veteran quarterback in free agency, what should be the Panthers' first-round pick this year? Yeah, so a little bit early to kind of get into these draft questions, which is I've kind of told you all, like, don't give me draft questions. Let's find a coach first. Let's go through free agency. Then we have like six weeks that are like strictly draft items or like draft talk weeks or draft season, whatever. And then I can kind of better answer because I have knowledge of what at least the, the roster is supposed to look like as far as the guys that they bring in. But I would say edge rusher based off of it being January 20th and looking at the needs and looking at the kind of freaking in the draft at that position. I would say edge rusher if they get a veteran quarterback. Uh, now from Eric, he says, uh, what's your scream time looking like your screen time, not scream time. I think I said scream time. What's your screen time looking like these days? Mine is skyrocketing pointlessly trying to get updates on the coaching search. Yeah. I don't think it's really that like elevated Eric. I don't ever look at that. I don't really want to know. I know I spend plenty of time on my phone and laptop and tablet and whatever device, I guess, watch to, you want to count that as a screen. I did have somebody DM me like, uh, 11 minute video of Colin Cowherd talking about Sean Payton. And I was like, why are you sending me this? I watched it cause I figured it's something I should look at, but I was like, guys, please don't send me stuff like that. I don't want to watch Cowherd. I'll find it. I can find a short clip on Twitter. I, it usually gets to me when the Ben Johnson news came out, I had like several people DM me like, Oh, Ben Johnson pulled out. It's like, yeah, I know guys. <laughs> I literally, so I get alerts from Ian Rapport and Adam Schefter. And those guys typically retweet from their colleagues or any big news out there. So every breaking news that's going on, it comes right here to this watch. It buzzes. So you, you do not. I appreciate it, but you do not have to DM me and tell me, hey, man, did you see this? Like, yes, I did see it. I'm going to see it at some point in time. You don't have to send it to me. Uh, but continuing Eric's question saying, I just want to point something I realized earlier. The foundation of this offense were built with the intent to run a Sean Payton offense since most players were assigned us drafted with Brady as the OC, right? If we can't have Gardner Minshew, oh no, here we go. How do you feel about running it back with Joe Brady as OC and Teddy Bridgewater? I'm kidding, maybe, but that connection to Payton is actually kind of interesting the more you think about it. Eric? Eric, why are you this way? Now you do bring up a decent point that the offense that they wanted to run here initially was a Sean Payton offense with his disciple, if you want to call him that, Joe Brady. And there were players that can fit that scheme. So if Sean Payton comes here, it's not like he has to go out there and try to find a bunch of players that are going to fit him because they already kind of have that scheme here in Carolina. So you do bring up a good point. But if you bring up Gardner Minshew one more time, I will cancel the mailbag and it will be your fault. All right, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Weekly Friday Mailbag on Locked on Panthers. Um, your host, as always, Julian Council. Again, make sure to follow the show and to subscribe to the show over on YouTube and rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Julian Council. At me, DM me. Uh, participate next week in the Weekly Friday Mailbag. And, of course, follow the show wherever. And me. And I am brain dead. So, um, as always... Keep pounding, be safe, be happy, be whole, have a good weekend, I don't know, goodbye.
Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 